Hey there, starters. This is part two of my interview with Fizz Shaw, an online entrepreneur and a fellow Londoner. Today, Fizz talks about how she created a new life for herself and her infant in a new country, her entrepreneurial ventures, and how she has created a laptop lifestyle around her online platform called I Have a Dream Show. If you haven't already, Tune in to part one of my interview with Fizz when she shares her powerful story of how she ran away from home with an infant in her arms to find freedom from oppression and sexism. Let's shift gears now. Pick up your story in London. So you're in London with a new dream. Tell us, have you got a plan of how you're going to support yourself? Did you come here with, I don't know, a bag full of gold? <laughs> right. What I had with me, I'll tell you what I had with me. I had, um, the only possession I had was a necklace that was worth about £8,000, you know. I had a few clothes and that's it. I had no plan, nowhere to live. I had the contact of my lecturer, you know, the English teacher. What I did was the first thing I did is it with the help of her, I, I sold my necklace and I got some money, which is completely rubbish compared to what it was worth. But I did not care. And um, I just <laughs> got a bit of money together, I found a place um, to live. And I think because my daughter was my priority, um, I, I fell, I, again, I fell into a trap. I fell into a trap where I thought I have to work and work and work. And her being left with babysitters and things like that was okay because I was doing it all for her, you know. I used to work 18-hour days, you know. I, I found out very quickly just talking to people what's going on in the market, what's going on in England, what what, what are companies doing. Because I used to read a lot of books, you know. I used to read books on marketing as well. So I knew I had an idea of business, you know. I knew I've, I come from a family that I do trading as well. So I had an idea that the only way forward is, is business. Um, I did do a job very temporarily as a telly salesperson, but I didn't last long. <laughs> Probably about two weeks and I got sacked. It's again, isn't it? Freedom. I do not like being told what to do. And I thought that's not going to come in any form. I, I don't want to be told in any form what to do, what time I need to be in, how to talk, how to speak. I've got abilities. I've got skills. I've got things that I want to do my way. I, I'm the creator here. No one tells me how to do things. <laughs> if I've come this far and fall into a trap of a job, oh my goodness, that would completely de defeat the object of everything that I've done. <laughs> so that passion carried on. Was there a time when you're uh, running out of money and still haven't quite figured out what you're going to do? Thankfully, I've never been in a place where I've been out of money because I'll tell you why. One principle, key principle that I learned is that everyone's got problems of some kind, right? And if you solve those problems, people are willing to pay you money to do that. Now, I know it sounds quite broad, but, you know, someone might have a problem where they can't, they haven't got time to clean their windows, you know? And just going around in a neighborhood, it's a simple task, but just knocking around with a bucket of water and a bit of soap and say, look, you know, you haven't got time, I can clean your windows for you. It doesn't take me long, you know, and just get paid for it. You're solving someone's problem. Or even like, you know, just doing a bit of gardening work or uh, going around and, and handing out leaflets for a company, you know, because they don't want to pay uh, a bigger company to do it, you know, so you're a bit cheaper. Little, 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 little things, tasks that you can always find to do. It's just that you have to be brave enough to go out and find it and ask, 
really ask for jobs and say, look, you know, that's why I've never been kind of, you know, poor in that sense. And I learned very, very quickly that because um, marketing was coming online, businesses were coming online, they needed websites. I thought, okay, let me think. Okay, if they need a website, what should I do? I need to learn web design, right? <laughs> okay, let me learn web design. I got into books. I think I learned web design in 20 hours. <laughs> quickly, quickly talked to a couple of graphic designers because I didn't know how to graphic design. And I just said to them, okay, look, you know, if I get the contract, can you do the website design? I can do a little bit of coding because I've learned it. And then just get them a page up, you know, one page, just one page, just to show that the business exists online. And I was selling it for two, three hundred pounds. Few projects, do one, you've got an example, and then you show another company, small business, that I've done this work, have a look. Uh, You start building your portfolio, and then by word of mouth, people know that that's what you do. In your local area, there's so many things that you can do. It's unbelievable. People don't understand it because it's so simple. They overcomplicate things. It's so simple, isn't it? Oh, just phone someone up and ask them if they want a website. It's such a simple thing that they think, oh, it's too, too much. But it's not. It's really, really simple to just solve a problem. Find a problem and solve it. That's it. (laughs) I like your perspective on entrepreneurship. It is basically about solving someone's problem and uh, if you can do that then they will pay you for it it. they will because they feel obliged to you've got the skill to do something for them and you just show them you just tell them this is what i do and they they why would they say no to that so is this your first business you set up a little web design agency where you design or and build websites for small correct yes and then i started um expanding you know helping them put their products online and you know slowly slowly started expanding that but i built a small team of five people that I started with the agency but the trap I fell in I'll tell you what you know even having a business you can fall into a trap of spending too long in your business you know I was doing 18 hour days my daughter was being passed from one babysitter to another I think I I saw my daughter at seven in the morning kissed her and I saw her at nine o'clock at night that's how bad it was you know (laughs) hardly spending I mean I'd left everything for her and this is what I was doing to her. I mean, two years went by like this. It went so fast. I was so, so focused on just getting like, you know, my feet stuck into this country. that I just, I just kind of like forgot about her in a sense, you know, I have to be honest. I thought, you know, I'm doing it for her. And then I, f- I kind of felt her changing a little bit. I could feel that she was crying a lot. You know, if I had her at weekend, she wasn't bonding with me. And I thought, do you know what? Something's not right. Then I, and like, I thought, do you know what? This is not worth it. I I had to reframe myself back to the original reason why I came here and it was for her. So I I think I I made another strong decision. I said, look, you know, I've got to find a better way now. Um, It wasn't, money isn't everything. It's about being there for your children. A first day, your priority, you know. And another thing was, if you're not happy with your people that matter in your life, you know, especially your children, that guilt kicks in. You're not a good performer at work anyway. Got that on your mind all the time. You're not happy, you know, even though you're making the money. I mean, I was making about four or five thousand a month, but I wasn't happy. I could feel myself being tired. I could feel myself getting slowly depressed. I could feel all these other health problems coming in. 
because internally I knew I felt a bit, I felt I was feeling guilt. That's where I decided. That's the second massive decision I made <laughs> is that I've got to find a better way. My daughter's number one. Everything else is after that. I'm sure that all the mummies on the planet can relate to a mummy's guilt. When we don't put our kids first, even if it is for a short period of time, this guilt kicks in. It starts it? affecting your health. It really does because it's naturally you want to be there for your children and you see them. And, you know, with children, they can't really tell you what they want. You know, they're so little. And, and but you can start feeling the, the you know, that they're being disturbed. You know, they, they, they want their mother. It's a natural thing. You need to be there for your children, you know. So that's where I made the other decision. I saw, I, I shut down the agency. I made the strong decision. I didn't care about the loss. You know, just got to be brave and just put yourself <laughs> in the uncertainty because that's where the best version of you comes out. So when you shut down this agency, did you have any idea what your next business uh, was No idea be? whatsoever. Honestly, I just thought, I knew that I needed to do something online. So mm -hmm. that's the two things I knew, you know. It has to be from mm -hmm. home. That's mm -hmm. a must. Um, it has to be around my daughter. You know, the times that I'm with her, mm -hmm. I cannot be disturbed. Uh, the times I've got free, what can I do in that time, you know. Job was out of the out of the question because it's not you know not something that I can do and it had to be something that I, I had to start online from home something that I could leverage the idea the ideas were there that like spending two three hours a day what activities the question I asked myself is three four hours a day I have what can I do in these three four hours that will give me the same income that I had with the agency Does that make sense? That is an awesome question that I want to hear the answer to. And I'm sure everyone wants to hear the answer to. How can we make as much money in a few hours as we do when we're working full time? The answer is automation. <laughs> Ah, automation. <laughs> Basically, what you do is you make an effort on one thing. It's the information aid. So you have to look at your environment. What is going on in the environment right now? Information aid. It's not industrial aid. It's information aid, right? So uh, people mm. pay for products. They pay for information. The other option is to spend hours and hours looking for your answer online and, and waste your time. Or you can pay someone to have condensed information, your time. So the hour you spend would be equal to 10 hours you spend because someone's condensed that for you. Does that make sense? So that's what trading for information products. I mean, I don't think people still don't understand what information uh, technology is all about, but it's basically a, a someone like me spending 10 hours getting information together and putting it into a product online where I sell it and it's selling 24 hours a day. So while it's selling, while I'm sleeping, it's, it's, it's just one effort being leveraged. So that's how this world works right now. This is where we're in, <laughs> where people from, you know, Jamaica can access my information product. As long as I've, I've done the ranking right and, you know, I've got it out on social media or people are talking about it and et cetera. So with all these elements and factors in there, you can really, really make a massive, massive profit from just one ebook it's amazing let's talk a little bit about your informational product business right so what i did is because i only had two three hours a day i went into affiliate marketing so i started selling people that have already got information products that's how i started online people that have already made uh, products already they've done the effort they've made their ebook but they pay a percentage as commission if you resell their work mm -hmm. so 
I just mm-hmm. do the marketing. So two, three hours of marketing, you know, maybe buy the book, read it, get two or three tips out of the book and then market that book. And then the sales are happening because they've got all the funnels and everything set up. So it doesn't, I don't have to do the work. So I did that for a little while. What was the price range for these ebooks? $49 up to $200. Not a massively priced product. For you to make a significant amount of money or, or even as much money as you were making before, you'd have to sell a huge number of them. How did you make that happen? So what you do is you find out how to um, market that. So you can either do that through YouTube videos. You can start making a small reviews of that uh, ebook, what you like about it, how it can help people, give some information out of the book and and teach people on it and then lead them to the full product. You can start doing that through social media. You can uh, connect with uh, groups, you know, on uh, Facebook, just kind of get into conversation with uh, conversations that are already happening. Say, for example, um, how to deal with a breakup. You'll get groups of people asking questions on Yahoo Answers even, you know, how do I deal with a breakup? I'm feeling depressed or I can't get over it. And then what you do is when you read the ebook, you get loads of tips and then you just give those tips out in the answer and then just your ebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that you're selling reselling and then you just get sales out of that you know there's loads and loads of way of actually finding conversations that are already happening or you can actually start learning ranking um, on google just get a few keywords that people are searching for you'll find using some tools online where you can actually see what keywords are being typed on google you know how to deal with a breakup is a typical one or how to de- deal with a breakup of five years you know, that's a long tail keyword. People actually ask these questions. I mean, you'll be shocked what kind of questions they ask on Google, but you can find out and start targeting uh, that those types of audiences, you know, because they're looking for answers, the active searches, you know. Was long tail keywords and using the right keywords quite uh, an integral part of your strategy back in the day when you were promoting ebooks? Absolutely, because you just kind of put yourself in, in the shoes of a person that's felt the problem so you know how do I deal with if it is an emotional breakup or how do I deal with a, a, a problem of five years or a breakup of five years or oh, my, my boyfriend's ignoring me now or something like that you just kind of put yourself in the shoes of that person asking questions mm-hmm. and that's how you can target and you know sometimes you need to search for long tail keywords that majority won't be using you just kind of get creative and you only get creative if you put yourself in the shoes of the person so understanding your avatar they might even put on weight i mean if if you feel that you know say for example um a woman breaks up she might start comfort eating that's an angle that you can get someone in they might say i'm putting too much weight on and then if they're searching that you can actually target those people it could be because of a breakup i mean you just it's trial and error it's just kind of thinking out of the box a little bit, you know, what other problems could be related to a breakup. I love your perspective that if you put yourself in your avatar's shoes and get inside their head, then you get a much better understanding of what they're going through, what their pains are, and then you can help them solve those problems. Everyone's going to go through how to deal with a breakup. You know, that's a typical keyword. But if you get creative and really start feeling the pain and the frustration of the person that you're trying to help, you'll see that they might even lose sleep you know they might even lose sleep at night you know they might be typing how to how to deal with 
stress of sleeping or they might type something like that and then that way you can angle them in you know i mean there's, there's nothing wrong mm. with targeting putting those keywords in to promote your book i mean it could be one of the reasons why people aren't sleeping properly could be but it, you just gotta you just go for it and try it you know it's all about trial and error when it comes to online marketing and and just kind of thinking out the box yeah so affiliate marketing was that um and then i went to an event it was quite um, a networking event of online marketing system so actually having a system to resell so it had much more higher quality products you're still an affiliate but you're selling higher ticket products and i think the products went up to 10,000 15,000 you know so i tried to explore that i thought okay this is interesting i've got the hang of selling 49 dollar products but let's have a look at, let's have a look at selling a higher quality products so at that event another change happened because these are people around the world you know it was an event in america and uh, these people around the world they all had dreams you know they're looking for a reason how they could weigh how they can actually start a business um, and spend more time with their families. Everyone had different dreams there. And on the way back from that event, I had a breakthrough moment on the plane. I thought, oh my goodness, everyone's got a dream, you know? I have a dream. Everyone that I've met have got dreams. Why not start a show called the I Have a Dream Show? And another way to leverage was by using other people's knowledge experience years of learning and bringing them to a place where they could actually share their knowledge and experience and strategies of building businesses so that's where that platform came i have a dream show platform which is what i do now where you know people share their stories of motivation it helps other people feel inspired motivated and then i've got a segment where it's dream university where people actually share specific strategies in their area of expertise so if you've got youtube marketer um, i don't have to use YouTube, I don't have to learn YouTube marketing to teach it. I've got someone that's an expert. He's dedicated his life to it. And he's going to come on for an hour and give me the top five tips that he's learned in his journey as a YouTube marketer. Leverage, right? One hour of mine has just given someone 10 years of someone else's life. As you're learning from these experts that you're interviewing, you're not being selfish and keeping all the knowledge to yourself. You are actually sharing it with the world. The person that gets comes on, they get people coming to them as well because they're given the knowledge, you know, so they get a way of getting new people to work with, etc. It's win-win. I mean, it's a platform where it's a leverage platform, basically. One hour again of my time is worth, you know, 10 hours of someone's life condensed. <laughs> the idea of leverage that people need to understand, they don't have to work hours and hours and hours. It's just find ways of how to shorten the gap given value information for a, a short amount of time. Biz, you interview experts who teach in the area of expertise. For instance, someone might be an expert in YouTube marketing and they teach it and you share that with your audience. What is it that your experts and your guests get out of coming on your show? And how do you monetize this venture? Basically, these people, especially in the Dream University segment, they've got products of their own. So again, the affiliate marketing kicks in. So I do a deal with the people. I say, look, you know, um, if you get sales from the product, that you advertise, I get 50% or we work out something between us that they're using my mm -hmm. platform to give the knowledge. It helps me and it also helps them get sales as well. So that's one way of doing it, um, actually offering their products and having commissions on the products that they offer. A second way is that if you get enough um, viewers and your platform becomes popular, then you can get sponsors. My platform is on business and marketing. Anything related to that, any products related to that, say, for example, lead capture page softwares and 
tools and things like that. You know, those companies want audiences. So I just approached them. I say, look, you know, do you want to sponsor a show? Online marketers are going to use your products, your tools, and you can get your revenue back. And then they end up sponsoring the shows. <laughs> so you get um, money that way. There's a revenue stream that when you've got your own platform, it's magical because there's so many ways you can actually monetize from it. It's like, you know, you create your foundation, but there's so many branches that come out where you can grow. That's one way of doing it. So sponsorship. Second is your own products. Oh my goodness. You know, you, because you're inviting other people or guests, they usually promote it to their audiences as well that they've built. What happens is they, you get their audience on your platform and they can have exposure to your products. So it's like a win-win-win situation for everyone. Mm. It's a beautiful way of building the business. So that one hour I spend, can you see how many areas you can actually leverage from? And now I'm writing a book as well. So obviously all the knowledge that's been shared on the shows, uh, you can compile it. You know, the transcriptions that come out, so much knowledge that's shared and you can build a book on it and promote your platform that way. And I think the key thing that everyone has to understand is when you start up you have to concentrate on serving it's not about you at that time you know if you serve other people keep that as a focus on building your business handle other people's problems then you know you're looked after I have to say that, you know, your efforts are looked after. Don't focus on how I'm going to make money here or how am I going to make money there. Just focus on serving, build your assets that way with people and genuinely help. Give your services for free and, and build people's trust. Once you've done that, literally you can write your own paycheck, <laughs> but, you know, because that's worth it's, it's, it's a contribution you're making. You know, you do get rewarded for that. So just keep that as your focus. I think the more people focus on making money, the less they make. They don't succeed that way. So not long term strategy. Long term strategy is building your brand and building your name and making it valuable to people because you serve. Um, and you're a giver. I love that advice for anyone starting anew with a dream of a business, focus on serving. You should be plastered everywhere around you. Serve, serve. So instead of having goals like I'm going to make 50K this month, the goal should be to serve, I don't know, 5,000 people this month. I mean, it's a good idea to get your numbers right because you know, but I think too much focus is how much money am I going to make? It's on that and it's not about people. And it's people are just numbers then. And I think that's the biggest mistake a business owner can make. It does happen. People in marketing, online marketing especially, they just treat people as numbers, conversions. You know, oh, I'm going to send out um, this offer to 1,000 people, 10% will convert, blah, 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 all that rubbish. But it's a short-term strategy. Building a brand, value and, and credibility and all that is much, much more important for your sustainability. You know, the curve um, of every, on, uh, every business owner goes through a curve. If you want that curve to stay up, right, at your peak, if it's up, then keep on serving. That's how you keep your line up and rather than going down the curve. If I was to break it down for our listeners, you talk about multiple revenue streams that are available to anyone in online marketing, but that you are specifically leveraging. And you said number one is sponsorship on your show. And another was affiliate commissions from experts that you bring on your show. They're able to promote their services to your audience. You get a commission 
of it. The third one that you talked about was that now these experts promote your services to, to their audience. And is there any other revenue stream that you've got going on right now? Because I've built a platform now and I know how it works, I can actually help other people do the same. So I've got students who I help them build their platforms and you build your courses around that. So you can have a mastermind, you can do one-to-one coaching. I usually do masterminds because it's more leverage, obviously a group of people together in a class and doing it for 12 weeks and set them up, you know, just set them up, give them all the knowledge that you've gained and set them up with their own channels so they can actually go and do what you're doing. So duplicating your system because people don't know this knowledge. They don't know how to do it. They don't know about branding, marketing, you know, positioning. They don't know about how to set up a platform to cater for a certain group of people. You've gone through the process so you can coach that. You can teach that. People are afraid to teach because they think they're not ready or they're not good enough. To to tell you the truth, you always a couple of steps ahead of people that haven't even got started yet so you you've always got something to teach so be brave enough to go and teach what you know and help other people if anyone wanted to work with you to be coached by you to build and leverage and monetize their own platform what's the best way for them to get in touch with you i've got a website called the i have a dream show.tv and um, you can drop me a message there you can just start with what you want to do you know just get clear i think clarity you probably know this as well being clear on what you want is the most most crucial part and not catering for everyone that's another thing that business owners get trapped with they feel that if they don't cater for that person that person and that person they're going to miss out you know um it's not about that it's about getting a group of people really really identifying your avatar you know one person that you can help and people will join your business or um you know whatever your services are because they will identify that they need that too you know does that make sense there's a girl i'll give an example there's a girl that i've been helping out recently she's got candles right and she does her artwork hand artwork craft on candles and she goes i can i can do this for business owners so they can set their goals i can do this for couples in marriages you know for weddings i could do this i could do that I, i go look just tell me one person that will benefit from your candles she chose couples you know for weddings that they can have it as ornaments you know so they can remember their vows in the house so uh, uh, with the rings as well <laughs> they can have something in their home you know mm-hmm, so nice. to remind them of the vows that they took that that it takes two people to build a family you know a husband and wife a partnership you know so i said target that if you if you just target that audience people with goal setting dreams and all that they'll come to you you know because they'll see that it's the idea that you've promoted that they can relate to starters if you are looking for clarity on which business to start or how to build your your brand or your marketing platform book a call with fizz her website and her facebook page and all her social contacts will be on the show notes for this episode so fizz how can anyone benefit from the dream show academy there's two segments there's one called the i have a dream show which is sharing the stories of entrepreneurs how they got to success because what is we see how they are today but they don't know we don't know of the struggles of how they the the challenges they overcame um the discipline that's required to become successful so 
that shares that area to keep you motivated and teach you about discipline. How to become a person worthy of success. <laughs> That's an um, important part in a lot of people's um, you know, lives. The second part is the actual strategy. So if you're looking for ways to build your business either through YouTube or Facebook or you know, lead generation and you know, if you want to learn specific things that you can actually get into to build your business that's that side which is the dream university there's two segments i think another message i want to quickly pop to your audience is that um, if you are a mother I, I want to say this from one mother to another is that don't forget who you are i mean it's very very easy to get kind of carried away with your home activities and your um you know caring for your child and everything which is great you know that's a that's a reward in itself but always 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 remember that you are your own person as well you've got your own dreams you've got your passion you know you've got a life that you want to live too <laughs> so um don't get carried away in being someone's wife or being a mother just remember that you are your own person i think a lot of people get lost in who they really are and um, they're always serving in the home and they're serving their partners and the children which is great it's absolutely wonderful but don't forget who you are as well your dream <laughs> keep dreaming big starters dare to dream check out fizz's story of how she created her dream life and how she can help you create yours as well is a Thank you so much for joining us today, going deep and personal with us with your story today and giving us lots of advice on how to start a business, how to leverage our time and how to leverage our connections. Before we part, tell us what's the next most exciting thing that you're working on that you'd like to give us a little bit of a sneak peek to and then we'll say goodbye. I think the next one is uh, is my book launch which is uh, called Nine to Shine. Now, I've actually condensed nine things that you need to do to shine not only as a business owner but in life as well as a person and uh, keep the balance in life you know it's not all about wealth creation wealth creation is amazing but also to keep a balance spiritually as well you know how to be a good person morally and not get carried away with the glitter of the world but have a have a longer vision in life to be successful in all areas you know so so nine to shine book is something i'm working on and i can't wait for it to hit homes and hit hearts Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Start A New Show. We invite you to be more than a passive listener. Be a starter. Join our community and snag exclusive freebies from Symbol and her guests at letstartanew.com. Create your vision of freedom and fulfillment right here on the Start A New Show.